Two generations of brothers making music like this, it's, it's very unique. Coming from a family of deaf parents, yeah, and all of a sudden they get some children that, wow, they're musically talented. It's blossomed. It's really special now. I think it, it, it says a lot to who we are, what we've learned, where we want to go, and the legacy we leave behind. My name is David Ullman, and you just heard the voices of my brother Brian, my dad Jim, and his brother Jack. Together, we are the Ullman Boys, and in this conversation you'll hear us going track by track through our first studio recording collection, the newly released Family Album. We'll be reminiscing about the stories surrounding the song selections, the recording sessions, and the inspirations for the project. If you'd like to hear more, you can find Family Album wherever you get your digital music. Your Apple, your Amazon, your Spotify, YouTube, iHeartMusic, something called Deezer, I think. You can also stream and download the collection for free on DreamingOutLoudRecords.com. This is our 50th Dreaming Out Loud music release, spanning over 20 years. And in some ways, this Family Album was almost 60 years in the making. I spoke to the other three members of the band from my home in Minnesota, where I've lived for the last 10 years with my wife and two dogs. Dad, Jack, and Brian, as well as the family Shih Tzu's Emma and Sophia, were all together in Ritman, Ohio, in the house where we all grew up. And despite the sentimental sound bites I chose for the intro, we also have a lot of laughs. Maybe because we were a little punchy from talking for two solid hours prior to what I include here. I hope you're half as delighted by this talk as we were. What's the uh, connection to it's five o'clock somewhere? That's such oh. a fun... <laughs> Fun it's recording. A fun, it's yeah, a fun Jack song. Yeah, it, it, it's a fun song. But what's really cool about it is giving him a chance to back me up like Jimmy Buffett did. And I thought <laughs> yeah. it was so funny. I couldn't even. I couldn't even answer him. I just thought it was so funny that we had actually done it and got through it. I laughed through the whole end of it because it was just so damn cool. Yeah. It was just. It was so funny because it was great. It was. Just, it just. To me, it's just the way it should be. He was supposed to work back and forth right. with me. Yeah. So yeah. after we did it, you know, I thought, well, uh, I'll go and wait for him to respond. And he just kept laughing. And I just kept going. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cause this, there's a, there's a lovely flow to the album t- as well. The words like, yeah, these songs are kind of paired. Like you got the two Mellencamps, the two Alan Jacksons, and then there's some other pairings coming later. It, in some ways feels like a set list. It starts off with, with Jack leading off, which feels like a continuation from the Friends and Family album. Yes. And then you get to this point in Five O'Clock Somewhere where the people familiar with the song are waiting to hear like, <laughs> what would Jimmy Buffett do? Yeah. And then Jack yeah. pops off with, what would brother Jimmy do? And a new voice enters the picture and then mostly then unfolds the way the song does. But... I want to then talk about this banter portion because I did. I watched the music video for it, and and uh, Alan Jackson and Jimmy Buffett. Like it transitions to this big concert where in in the video the the crowd is as loud as the musicians, and you can barely even hear what they're saying back and forth. But I noticed it was completely different from what you guys did. So I guess I want to know. Tell me everything. I mean, were you there together? Did you record the song like like looking at each other and cracking up or? Was it in pieces and, and edited later? 
Yeah, we didn't get to do it together, but um, <laughs> I thought that might have been the case. But there's there's still an interaction there's, that is yeah. uh, really fun. Sure. Yeah. I don't myself personally. I'm glad it turned out that way because when I'm in the car and I hear that song and it gets to the end there, I laugh. Oh, yeah. I think it's so funny. It's just hilarious. But it, you know, the, the music itself was perfect. I mean, it was good. Did did was it Dad first that the because it sounds like Jack is reacting. Um, well, we did we did Jack's vocals first, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, yeah. Sometimes I'll take some of his, his yeah, things out right. of context, but it works perfectly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, some of those are right in time with what he did. Every once in a while, uh, I'll just shift something forward or backward, and then it's like, oh, it fits really good there. But every once in a while, like when he and Jack and Diane, he, he did it like, yeah. And I'm like, that was right where it was. And it just feels great. Oh, um, yeah. So uh, Jack did his vocal first and then dad did his. Like we we're, were coming off paralyzed vocal, you know. It's yeah, we're yeah. Just still working off there. And uh, enormous mouth surgery, you know, and uh, just it's been a tremendous two years. And we've really had uh, kind of music taken from us but we've been triumphant most triumphant dude yeah taking it back yep (laughs) dad tell me as much as you're you're comfortable about like the paralyzed vocal kind of chord situation because that is uh that's it's something it's it's extra special that you sing on this because of that overcoming that obstacle that was a physical thing Mm -hmm. uh the um the neck surgeries I, a nerve got cut in that area uh, when he was doing some work there. Of course, after five neck surgeries, you're going to touch something sooner or later. In that particular case, you know, the the right vocal cord was nicked, the nerves to it. So it was, you know, I could still talk and it wasn't anything that was going to spread. So you get what you get. And you move on. In this particular case, we had a project we were trying to do, and and uh, Brian has some very good skills in fixing right. things, so he made me sound a lot better. We always said uh, he polishes a turd as good as anybody. <laughs> so yeah, I mean it. Um, it it was just something you work through, and I don't even think about it now, but I I know it's there. Uh, after you know, in high school. One of our most favorite things was choir. I was in quartets and barbershop quartets and uh, really enjoyed doing that. So in being able not to sing the way I would like to, uh, that was disappointing, and it still is. But um, thanks to Brian, you know, he makes me sound like Frank Sinatra sometimes. <laughs> We've been using a lot of cough drops and chewing gum. Oh, yeah, man. I've tried yeah. all got throat sprays, and we got new tea. Right. and <laughs> we, we try all kinds of stuff, try to make it better. But um, I think the thing I enjoyed the most about that was the interaction between us. You know, at this stage when we were trying to do the recordings, uh, you'd go off in your little vocal booth, uh, and you sing your part. <clears throat> then Brian's will mix them together, fit them together, uh, massage them, and do whatever he needs to do to make it as good as possible. Uh, and at the end, I think the thing that I really took note is that Jack has his own cadence, and we try to let mm-hmm. his cadence be the rule. And his cadence may not be what the original cadence is. It doesn't matter. It's his song. 
it's his dream. It's something he wanted, and it's something we really wanted to do. So we'd hear these different cadences and trying to match up our vocals to him because he lays his down first, mm-hmm. and then we'll add to him. And in that particular song, he would do, you know, and what would Brother Jimmy do? And I sing <laughs> mine, and then I have a little different cadence to mine. Mm-hmm. But the toward the part, the end part, I go down yeah. when I normally go up. But oh. I didn't. I knew that in that particular instance, I needed to go down. He automatically went up. Yeah. He took the higher register because that's what he does. But it worked out so well that we can say. There, that that was spontaneous. It was. It wasn't thought. It, it wasn't was just thought done. out. It was just. It's like throw 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 the ball to first base. <laughs> you don't throw. You don't think about it. You just do it. But there's enough chemistry that it's just done. Yeah. So he wow. automatically took the jack route, and in that case, it just was so spontaneous that holy smoke, uh, he just he took that high harmony. He sang the harmony the way I would have sung it. Except that wasn't his job. We didn't plan it that way. We didn't, it wasn't just planned, and it way. came out it absolutely perfect. So, yeah, it did. So when it goes from there, yeah, you, you'll hear it. You, he'll just take the higher register, and then all the banter goes after that. And my job was to try and lay down something, keep it going, improvisation. And, uh, yeah. you know, after preaching for so long, uh, you reach moments where you go off, and there's improvisation. In what you're doing, you're building, you're linking things together. And at that point, I thought, okay, it's my turn. And I kept thinking, oh, let's go. And then I'd add another, and then I finished the whole thing. And then the only thing is, Jack never joined in, but he's laughing the whole time. And then I got to do my magic and make it make sense. It's all pretty much, I wouldn't say it's scripted up to that point, but when we hit that part where I did my singing, everything was just spur of the moment. And, uh, that made the song special. I can pay off my tab for myself in a cab and be back to work before two. At a moment like this, I can't help wonder what would Brother Jimmy do? Yeah, funny that you should ask, Jack. Pour me something tall and strong, make it a hurricane before I go insane. Something tall and strong Make it a hurricane Before I go insane It's only half past twelve But I don't care But I don't care It's five o'clock somewhere Hey, that's funny, man My five o'clock kid Ten, fifteen minutes ago How about you, Jack? And since we get to talk about it, some of the funnest guitar parts were like the last two seconds of the song that you don't get to hear. And then Jack's like, loves those guitar parts. And those were like the most fun guitar parts were like fading out at the end. Oh, really? 
Yeah. Well, that's so cool. Yeah, that that end is such a such a delight. The improv and the the fun that's being had, I, I feel it every time. This has been a Dreaming Out Loud Records and Hair on the Bear production. It was produced and edited by me, David Ullman. I recorded myself here in Minnesota, and my brother Brian recorded himself, Jim and Jack in Ohio, both for the interview and, of course, all the music as well. And speaking of the music, you can find Family Album by the Allman Boys on Apple, iTunes, Amazon, Spotify, YouTube, and of course, for free at DreamingOutLoudRecords.com. For more of the story, including photos, videos, countless links to the related projects mentioned, and the collected seven-part blog series recounting the family music history leading up to this moment, head over to davidalman.net slash familyalbum. Thank you to my brother, my uncle, and my dad for sharing their time and memories with me, and thank you to you for taking an interest in us. 